What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of Impulsive Thoughts. I am joined here today with, well, in person, Mr. Donnie Rowe. Hello. And Miss Ellie P. Meow. And on the phone, I have Dano. Hello there. How's it going, guys? How's good everybody day, good doing? Good day, mates. Good day, listeners. How are you today? <laughs> How's everybody doing today? <laughs> it's Friday and great. <laughs> Yes, it is indeed Friday. We weren't even sure if we were going to record today. No, we were all sure, but Don was the only one, apparently, that was unsure. <laughs> well, when you get told no, and then you don't hear anything else. But but then we all knew, but then Don didn't know. <laughs> it was never a no last it, it, I heard. It was when I texted Lupe long. this morning. But then Lupe immediately oh. turned around and texted me and was like, Don's available. He just forgot to tell Don that he's clear. Yeah. Oops! Oops. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't hear back from him until I got the message that said, "Hey, you good for 30 I'm like, "Um, sure, sure." <laughs> just, just remember who who the real bestie is. Is me. Yeah, Allie's taking my place in more places than one. <laughs> Show have. I don't want to know what that means. <laughs> you don't want to know. I'm filling all the crevices, Don. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, even I kind of have to wonder about that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess what Lupe doesn't know doesn't hurt. Yeah. I just, thought, I just saw a it. thing for UPS and it just made me giggle. And it was this guy holding this girl's butt and says, what can Brown do for you? <laughs> and I just found that very appropriate because you got mad that you were my first Brown boyfriend. <laughs> Anyways, so. Oh, I don't know what you just said there. Oh, yeah, Danny didn't hear that. That's fine. Lupe, what can Brown do for me? No, I heard the working brown, but I, but you said that I was your first four, four, and then you started laughing. I didn't know what you were first, first what. It's fine. So, that's good. That's good. I'll drop it. I don't want to know. Yeah, it's a sore subject for me. I'm sure it is. You do a lot. Oops. Are you are Sorry. you good over there? No, fidgety. <laughs> because he's uncomfortable. Because <laughs> I'm filling all his gaps and cracks. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's been a great episode, guys. I'll see you later. <laughs> That's all it took. That's all. <laughs> Whoa. So, yeah. All right, loops are stopped delaying. Let's go. Come on. All right. Well, I'm hoping to have a really good episode for us today. You will. Um, I'm after two years. Of having a pot, almost two years, because I know if I say two years, Don will immediately say, no, it's not two years. Because <laughs> we, we, we he did that to me at, at the f- one year anniversary. It was like 
three days before and i was like it's been a year and he goes no it hasn't i'm like you're a dick shut up <laughs> <laughs> he's laughing because he knows it's true um <laughs> so <clears throat> anyway uh after almost two years and countless sitting in my mom's backyard talking conspiracy theories i'm finally covering tupac Shakur. Ooh. and there's no conspiracy he's still alive he's hanging out with uh elvis and so actually like i wanted to cover him because just recently more development has became became of the case because they raided somebody's house uh a few days uh in vegas. yeah a few yeah. days ago in vegas so but well, Shug Knight's in jail. He's been in. Uh, he's he's got. He just recently got sentenced. I think what twenty eighteen, Dan. Something like that. Yeah. yeah, I think that's what I saw. Uh, twenty eight years for involuntary manslaughter. Oh shit. Or second degree second degree murder. I, I can't remember the actual charge. Um. But they've been real tight lipped about what they were actually looking for. Right. Yeah. They in Vegas. Right. And I mm. and I know just recently, like they. They, um, sorry, Ellie has to go take a phone call. Um, just recently, I think in January was when, uh, Kiefer D, I think, I can't remember his name. Was it Kiefer D? Mm -hmm. Uh, had admitted <clears throat> that his nephew, Kiefer D, Kiefer D, whatever the fuck his name is. Uh, had admitted that his nephew was the shooter that took the shot out of the the back of that Cadillac that that night on September seventh, nineteen ninety six. Yeah, I don't know why I had to look that up. Like, I should know that. <laughs> um, so. That's why I, I like this. Had just came back up to me, and I'm like, you know what? I'm I'm gonna actually uh, look into this and and actually cover it. So I've been listening to podcasts and watching different documentaries on Facebook or not on YouTube and shit like that. So <clears throat> Tupac Shakur, <clears throat> in my opinion, the goat. Mine too. Down. He's my favorite. Don, Don's, a little, Don's a little biased. I know his goat is Eminem. There wouldn't be an Eminem without Tupac. My 1A is like Eminem and Tech. Tech? Really? B, yeah. Wow. I would have never. Overrated. I would have ne Underrated. <laughs> <laughs> Overrated by Don. <laughs> Ice Nine sucks. <laughs> Ice Nine kills. Whatever. <laughs> So, <laughs> but none of them are as good as Blink. Blink. So, <laughs> oh, shout out to James. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm back. That was my mother. Uh oh. Everything good? Yeah, she says hey. By the way, everyone. I said you were almost on the pod, and she goes, "Oh, what are we talking about?" <laughs> and she, I said Tupac. She goes, "Oh." gang signs <laughs> and she goes she goes do you know what i'm doing right now <laughs> and i said yeah i know what you're doing she goes okay 
over and out. <laughs> <laughs> My mom and I don't say I love you bye. We say over and out. Like, so yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Everything is all good, but all, I answer the phone and she just goes, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, continue. Let's do this shit. Okay. <laughs> So I'm going to do this to the best of my ability. I heard you from in there. Yeah, but that was just shit off the top of my head. I haven't even touched this yet. Which, you don't need to. (laughs) Put it down and just go. See, my thing is, like, I I will lose everything. You won't. (laughs) He's stalling. Yeah. 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 The magic Edit. of uh, editing is amazing. Yep. <laughs> so, you're going to start when when he was born and all that stuff, or are you going straight to everybody knows what Tupac is or else you're dumb, and then you're going to start your shit or what? Come on, come on, come on. Well, I, oh, I mean, I feel like everybody... I'll start with, what was his real name? Well, his real <laughs> name was Lassane Le, Le, Parish Cook, Crooks. I did not know that. And his mother changed it when he was one years old. Yeah. Did you know why? Uh, no. Nope. Oh, fuck. Um, because she wanted to name him after a revolution, a revolutionary, uh, um, a Peruvian, Peruvian. revolutionary yes. who was killed by the Spanish. So this is a direct quote from her. You ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I wanted him to have the name of a revolutionary indigenous people of the world. I wanted him to know. Um. He was part of world culture, not just from a neighborhood. Huh. So what did she rename him as? Tupac, Tupac Shakur the third. Oh. Well, it, it's not just, it wasn't just the Tupac part of the name, is the whole Tupac Amaru. Oh, yeah. Tu- yeah. I'm sorry. Tupac is the Amaru descendant Shakur. of an Incan ruler. Yes. Yep. Yes. He's also a Gemini. Where, yeah. <laughs> where did Machiavelli come from then? That's later down the line. That was after him being in jail for the nine months that he had served for a sexual assault and uh he was into uh, Nikolai Macho- Machiavelli mm. and that's how that uh pseudonym came from ah I did not know that much so See, as much as I love Pac I don't know a lot about him other than his music well, his mother was a political activist. Yeah, and, she was uh, part of the Black Panther along with his uh, along with his, his original father. Oh, his original father. His his biological father. Who was not <laughs> his, original, <laughs> at all. his original father. Yeah, yeah the OG his, father. Yeah, OG father. father. Well, I think... Wait, wait, uh, Ellie, you missed your chance for your Black Panther quote again. I'm sorry I interrupted your Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> she actually became pregnant with him right when she got out on bail from being um, charged with... Um, she was charged. It was conspiracy to uh, 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 bombing several New York uh, police, uh, police officers, yes. Yeah, and she actually so she was... represented herself and got herself yeah. off of those charges. It was like a hundred and something counts. Yeah. 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 So she was she was out of jail on bail, yep. California Dreaming. Yep. <laughs> so did she step in the scene? Did she hear Hoochie screaming? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. And so if, if I remember right from the most recent documentary that came out, they don't actually know who his father was. Well, the, really? Oh, damn, I thought I had his name written down. No, yes. they, I don't. Oh, really? So, yeah. So I it's not I proven that, that uh, or not Orlando, um, Robert something wasn't 
No, one guy claimed to be his dad, but I don't think they knew for sure, according to the documentary. Hmm. So he and he was actually bo- born in East Harlem, New York. I thought Billy Garland was his. Yeah, dad. that's that's what I was thinking of. Billy Garland. That they said that that was his dad. Who so, was also an activist and lost and, contact with him when he was five and didn't regain contact with Tupac until he was twenty three. Mm-hmm. That's what I read. It's a good documentary though. If you want to watch it, it's called Dear Mama. That's I started watching it. <laughs> But those are like, I was like, this is what I'm going to watch today. It's like five parts and each part is like an hour and a half, hour 45 long. I was like, oh my God, this is my whole day. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I got laundry to do. (laughs) Got time for this. (laughs) So Tupac's mom actually wanted to get him out of. uh, Tupac, Tupac, Tupac. I said Tupac, didn't I? I know. Just whenever I hear it, I think of the Friday movie. Oh, I'm like, did, did, did I screw up? <laughs> no, it's from the when he's sitting down watching things like Tupac, Tupac, Tupac. <laughs> I think it was Terry Crews, if I remember right. Was that next Friday? Terry Crews was in Friday? It was, it was the next the Friday. The sequel, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so she wanted to move him out of out of uh, New York. So they, moved, they ended up moving to Baltimore, Maryland in 86. And that's where he, uh, that's where Tupac enrolled in the Baltimore School for Performing Arts. 84. Thought it was so wait a minute. Before we get too far along, this is really interesting to me because I don't know all this history. Where did all the West Side love come from if he was born on the East Coast? Dun, dun, dun. And, I'm sure you're going to get to it. I know. Yeah, yeah this, is, this is after he eventually moved to California. He's from the Bronx, right. New yeah. York. He was right. born this and was raised crazy. there. Or no, yeah, he has, he's from the Bronx. Mm-hmm. Yeah. East Harlem. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's where it was. Harlem. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I was doing Bronx. Yeah, Harlem. You're right. But I mean it was it was minutes away from the Bronx. Okay. All right. So that's why that's why I said like she uh his mom Afini wanted to get him out wanted to get him out of uh mm-hmm. out of there. Yeah. So they ended up going to Baltimore, Maryland. Okay. So and that's where he went to high school fo- and he focused on acting, poetry, and jazz. Right. Okay, so eighty four. He went to Baltimore School for the Arts. Yes. Mm-hmm. Did you know that that's where he met and became friends with then drug dealer Jada Pinkett Smith? Yeah. Yeah. What? I thought I had that written down. I guess I don't. Wild, right? Yeah. My wife's name out of your motherfucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that that was pretty crazy. And, you know, just. I can't believe I didn't write that down. <laughs> Shit. You pen ran out of ego at the time. Yeah, we'll just, go with that. I just want to point out the, you know, she only wrote down his name at the top of the page. <laughs> Danny said that, not me. <laughs> no, I didn't. No, you did say that. You I did didn't. It. I did not say you only. I said oh, only his back. name, but you oh, said. Oh, it was Don. But you said. Uh, I said that she, she wrote down as much as Dan wrote down for yeah. Eliza Lamb. <laughs> so it was Don, not me. Take it back. I take it back. We'll hear it when you play it back anyways. <laughs> <laughs> She's oh giving me God. a look. In 1990, 
this is when he started become coming a little bit more into uh, rapping and everything like that. And he joined a group called Digital Underground. And if you know Digital yes. Underground, that is uh, what's the guy with the nose? Um, Humpty. Yeah. Humpty Dance. Here's your chance. So not Bismarcky. I was wrong. That was the wrong name. Unless what he was, was in it too, wasn't he? What was his name, Don? Who the one that did the Humpty the song? Head, yeah, they had the uh, Shock G. Shock G. Shock G. The one that put your satin in your panties. <laughs> sure. Not my panties. <laughs> no, according to him, he did. And that's the only he... reason I know that is because the Digital Underground song that I get around with Tupac is my one of my top five favorite songs of all time. And that's yeah, I that's sing, that's I a great karaoke. song. Do you I really sing karaoke every chance I get? Oh God, yeah. Every chance yes. I can. I, hey. I think I told you before. Maybe not. I don't know. So this is my love of two. When I first turned 16 and could drive, even before I was 16, I was 15, and my dad let me drive illegally. A 1985 Chevy Celebrity had a cassette player. I had the single, if I get around on there, I'd play <laughs> it, rewind it, and play it again like at least 30 times in a row. Like That was my jam. That's hilarious. It is. And that was in, I turned 16 in 1994. So that's when I was bumping that song. So that was right before he had passed, that before he got murdered. So that was 90. That was, he was a backup dancer and rapper for, for the group. Um, that's when he landed uh, a small part in that song called Same Song. So is that still in the, on the East Coast? Is he still in Maryland or did he go to California? Yeah, he's still in Maryland. Okay. Uh, that's actually when him and his mom... Well, it was the year before in 89, him and his mom stopped talking because they were really close. Yeah. So his mom became addicted to crack. Yeah. And mm. so him and his mom stopped talking because, you know, he was selling crack and she succumbed to her crack addiction. And she had no idea that, like, he was doing big things and, like, you know, he was becoming, like, wow. successful, you mm -hmm. know. And so they lost touch altogether. And so wow. they they had a huge falling out and lost all communication. So and Holy yeah, that's that's when he like kind of when that happened with him, he tried to turn when I'm saying tried, he tried to s steer his life away from crime a little bit, stop, you know, selling as much drugs and mm -hmm. do focus more on the music yeah. aspect of it. And put his heart more into poetry and in the music and mm -hmm. to dance and doing mm -hmm. all of that stuff and focuses his head more on that. Yeah. So that's, that's when he really got into the music aspect of it and what you're talking about. Yeah. And then in 91, he landed a role in the movie, nothing but trouble. Mm hmm. That was, oh, I thought I wrote that down too. Um, that wasn't the one with Chevy Chase and, John Candy. John Candy. Was it? Okay. <clears throat> and then I guess he was doing like demo tapes and stuff like that, which a demo tape, um, the co-owner of Interscope Records found one of his demo tapes. And then in September 91, that's when Tupac's debut album, uh, Tupacalypse Now, was released was yeah november 21st in 91 hmm. that was when so when that album was released his mom had no idea 
that like he was achieving success, it took one of her friends telling her like, hey, isn't that your son? And then all of a sudden that was when she like snapped out of it and she was determined to break loose of her drug addiction. And that um, they like, I mean, obviously, you know, I don't know how long it took her, but they later reconciled. Yeah. And rekindled their um, their relationship. And they remain close for the rest of their life. Yeah, they got even closer then mm-hmm. after that, yeah. But that's wild, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Someone had to tell her, hey, your son just released a solo album. And, like, he's made it. Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> that's fucking wild. And I think it was that album that uh, has been cited by people like Nas and Eminem for inspiration. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. And that was also his first time kind of getting in trouble not in trouble, but um, who was it at the time? I think Dan Quayle was vice president, and he came out against the album, saying that there was nothing like that, and so- they don't need anything like that in society. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Direct quote. Um... <clears throat> Dan Quayle, who can't spell potato. <laughs> There's lots of stuff that talks about killing and drugs. To me, the perfect album talks about the hard stuff, the fun stuff, the caring stuff. The thing that bothers me is it just seems to go unnoticed. The sensitive stuff that I write about goes unnoticed. Basically talking about he wants to write about everything, not just... So since I don't know my history that well, again, when did the song... Was Dear Mama on his first album while she was going through all that stuff, or did he write it later? No, that was another album. I think the the Tupacalypse Now, the biggest song was probably Brenda's Got a Baby. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, is Brenda a real person? Uh, so it's it's pretty much said that uh, Brenda was representing his mother. Mm-hmm. He only released four albums in his lifetime, but mm-hmm. twenty one. To his name. Yeah, that's what's crazy. Like he he re- he released four four or five four. when he was alive. Four. four when he was alive, and then like after his death, seven more came out, and then obviously more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has twenty one total to his name, but only four were released while he was alive. Jesus. Yeah, I think what? one of them. Uh, can't remember the name off the top top of my head, but it was put together by Eminem. Really. That's interesting. I didn't know that. It has, I think, it, pretty sure it was. It has like a white uh, cover. He's the 45th top-selling artist of all time. Damn. <laughs> Probably being active for like four years. <laughs> Tupac's first solo, first album, solo album of his time. So Tupacalypse Now only sold 500,000 copies. Mm-hmm. So it had Brenda's Got a Baby on it, and then Soldier Story. Were his, his like, biggest ones on that. Yep. Yeah. Which was about the, um, the killing the cop. I feel like I skipped a lot of stuff. Then go. No, I mean, like, I, I didn't write down a lot of stuff. Mm. I mean, I skipped a lot of stuff in the timeline. Um, we got your back, Jack. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> uh, 
But it's okay. I didn't do any research. So, <laughs> so in <laughs> I just found out who one Pac was this morning, so I'll write two two Pac, sorry, two Pac. <laughs> So in 92, <laughs> I was just being born in 91. So, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I was four. Three. So in 92, uh, Tupac, now a hip hop star, appeared in the movie Juice. I, you know what? I've seen that movie. I can't it's remember really it too movie. much. I have to rewatch that. I, I remember it being a really good movie. Um, and I know there was there was a there was a situation that I thought I had wrote, written down, but there was a situation where one of his he one of his he accidentally shot one of his guns that killed a four or six year old child. Four year old. So he. Go ahead. Do you know it? N- no. So. He actually didn't shoot it. He. He. What happened was, is he dropped his pistol, somebody else picked it up, fired it, shot a six-year-old bystander that died. So it was a six-year-old. And then he wasn't charged with it, but he was fucked up in the head by it. Mm -hmm. And then that family brought a civil suit against him. Yeah, which they got dropped and they settled out of court. Yeah, Death Row Records offered to pay compensation. Yeah. But, yeah. He dropped the weapon, but because it was his weapon, he felt responsible for it. Right. And then that happened. um, Something similar to that happened again. I mean, but like he actually shot and wounded two off duty officers, officers, yes. And that was when. um, They were in Atlanta. his, His entourage, right? Almost hit the officers. They were they were crossing the street, and they so the two officers were off duty. Turns out they had been drinking. I don't yeah. know the whole what led up to it, but Tupac shot him. And come to find out that in the long run, both of these officers were harassing him, and they were threatening him with a stolen fucking gun. Yeah. So, um, he was defending himself. Yeah, and that's that's what it was. Like he 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 uh pled self-defense and he got off on self-defense charge correct uh, yeah because that's fucked well i mean that's our that's a that's the justice system anyway well right so let's see where am i at in 93 tupac's second album was released and it was called strictly for my n-i-g-g-a-z By the time, by the following month, it went double platinum. This was his second album. He ended up going to jail because he got into it with a limo driver and he was charged with assault. I think that album, two of the more famous songs on it is, um, I want to say it's I Get Around and Keep Your Head Up. What did you so say? he released his own album? I thought that was with Digital Underground. What's that? I thought I Get Around was with Digital Underground. I didn't know that was on his own album too. Yeah, it was it was on um Yeah, it was on that album. And I think the vinyl had two sides to it. Yeah, I think it had 
I remember right. It had I get around, keep your head up, and uh, howl if you hear me. And then it also had a song. I can't remember the name of it, but it had Ice Tea and Ice Cube on it. Bet you that song was cold as hell. (laughs) (laughs) That was funny, huh? (laughs) Heal me. So then in in on July twenty third, nineteen ninety three, Poetic Justice was released, starring Tupac. Huh? I love it. And it starred Tupac as the love interest of Janet Jackson. My wife. So, a little bit of history there. Janet Jackson, first concert I ever went to in my whole life was a Janet Jackson concert. Tony, Tony, Tony opened up for her. (laughs) Fun fact number two, my first Rottweiler I ever had when I was like 15 or 16, I named her Justice because of that movie. (laughs) That's another movie I don't remember. It's also it's good been a, It's been a long time since I've seen any of these. Yeah. Shit. It was on TV not long ago, a couple months ago, and I watched it again. Oh, was it really? Yeah. So Tupac actually dated Madonna for a while. <laughs> and broke up with her via letter while he was in jail because she's white. Really? <laughs> I didn't read that. Broke up with her in jail via letter because she's white. That's hilarious. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yep. Wow. So this is when it starts. And then like, okay, so that was, that was July 23rd, 93. That was poetic justice in November of 93. That's when shit really started going down. Uh, Tupac and his entourage was, Charged for sexually assaulting a nineteen, uh, assaulting nineteen-year-old Ayanna Jackson, hmm. and Tupac said he, he and Jackson had prior relations, uh, date like a few days earlier. I guess she gave him head at at a fucking uh, a concert or something like that. What was it? Uh, I don't remember. But if this is the one I'm thinking of, then. This is the situation. Is this is this situation where he left her in the hotel room? Well, yeah, with yeah. with yeah with the other guys or whatever. She said that he was still there. Mm-hmm. So during the trial, Tupac said, "I quote: How am I going to force a woman to do something to me that we've already done consensually? If the case is about me and this girl, then we wouldn't be here. I'm guilty of a lot of things, but I'm not guilty of rape. Just because I." don't want to be with a girl doesn't mean they can accuse me of rape Hmm. it's a crime for that girl to turn this into a rape charge in the report it says i was in concert where were the other guys i don't want to go to jail for something i didn't do in the end he was found guilty and he had to serve one and a half to four years so before backtracking a little bit before the before that um before the sentencing Tupac was actually ambushed at Quad City Studios in Manhattan Times Square uh he was allegedly shot 5 times but reports say he accidentally shot himself in the leg so i guess you can say he he kind of sucks with a gun 
Yeah. A little. I mean, <laughs> I don't... I can't say that I would be much better if someone's shooting the fuck at me and I'm trying to run away. Right. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's crazy. the thing. Like he was, he was ambushed. Like they, they were, they were trying to rob him. Um, I guess they, uh, the setup was, um, Haitian Jack. Like he, he wanted him to record at the studio for like $7,000. And at the time, Tupac was like hard up for money anyway. Yeah. Trying to, to fight these legal battles and everything like that. Right. And. I mean, what are you going to do? Right. So $7,000 was looking pretty nice. $7 looks pretty nice right now to (laughs) me. You know what I mean? And that's actually when uh, him and Big started falling out because yeah. they thought it was Big's crew that did it. Right, mm-hmm. right. Jesus, Don. <laughs> so yeah, he accused he accused uh, Notorious B.I.G. and Puff Daddy and Haitian Jack for the ambush. And originally, Tupac and and uh, Christopher Wallace, who is notorious big were actually really good friends <laughs> so what i read was after tupac tupac got ambushed and shot he managed to get on the elevator go up to the floor where the other guys were at sat on the couch rolled a blunt before they <laughs> even called the ambulance that's what I. That's what I read. I, there's there's different stories on that too, like there's stories where they came down and he was already getting uh, wheeled out on a on a stretcher. But if that's his story and he's sticking to it, then do you, boo? <laughs> <laughs> so hey, uh, I have to dip out. I gotta go. It's getting dark outside. I gotta go find my kids and put them to bed. <laughs> <laughs> find your kids. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's fine. So I look forward to listening to the rest of this. Good job, guys. See you later. Peace out, Allie, Donnie, Lupe. Bye. Later. Yeah. Bye. So then going back forward to the to the court case, Tupac actually checked himself out against doctor's orders three hours after his surgery from the shooting to go uh, uh, – Finish recording. Finish. No, no, no. To, to, to go to the court case for oh, the sexual that's assault what I charge. Meant. I'm sorry. I didn't yeah. finish recording. <laughs> and that's when East and West really started beefing because he thought that it was it was uh, Biggie and Puffy or Diddy or P. Diddy or Puff Daddy or Sean Combs. <laughs> <sighs> How many other names does he have done? Too many. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the sexual assault charge he uh he had a bail set for one point four one point four million dollars. Uh this is when he signed a really shady fucking uh um fucking deal with with uh, with Suge Knight, the CEO of of Death Row Records. So they would fucking pay his bail. Yeah, so they would pay his bail and get him out of jail. Uh, because he was in a maximum security yeah, prison. Yeah. And yeah. So that was fucking sketchy as hell. I was reading about that and I was like, oh. <laughs> so I actually found the actual letter. Well, not letter, but the, the written the agreement. The actual yeah. written agreement that he that they signed. 
and I'm gonna I'm gonna download it so I can get pictures of it. And I'll post it on Facebook, Shut up. Uh, Instagram. Yeah, it's nuts. Like it's all handwritten. It was like three or four pages. Does it look fucking sketchy? Yeah, it really does. Like it just looks like somebody just wrote shit down, and it was pretty much signing the deal with the devil. Shut up. Yeah. So he what got. What was what was the bail amount? Uh, one point four million. So ten percent of one point four million. What is that? One hundred and forty thousand. Still. Yeah. Still. I mean, but, yeah, he was in a fucked up prison. Yeah. And the agreement was he signs with Death Row Records and he produces three albums for them so he can get get the bail. Mm-hmm. Which is weird because, like, that's fine, but he was actually paying for his own bail because... All the money that he was making for all these records and albums that he was doing, he was producing for for Death Row, all the money that he was should have been getting was going all towards that bail and for all the other shit that he like he was his his lifestyle, his ravish lifestyle and shit like that. Right. So he wasn't seeing much money at all. Right. Like they said, when he actually died, he had a hundred thousand dollars in his account. Yeah. And he was he was going platinum on some of these these albums that he was producing well right and i mean they were robbing him yeah oh big time they were fucking him they were screwing him yeah so actually have so at the before he actually got let out at the source awards suge knight had i can't remember what it was but he had won was a best album for what movie was it it wasn't juice was it above the rim might have been. So this is when shit really started, like, started getting crazy because Suge Knight ended up dissing Puffy and Bad Boy Records, and I actually have a clip of that. First of all, I like to thank God. Second of all, I like to thank my whole entire Defo family on both sides. You know what I'm saying? I'd like to tell Tupac to keep his guards up. We ride with him. And one other thing I'd like to say, any artist out there want to be an artist and want to stay a star and don't want to, and want to have to worry about the executive producer trying to be all in the videos, all on the record, dancing, come to death row. That's when shit really started getting <coughs> super heated with East and West. Uh, Suge Knight was part of the Bloods, and is that what month that was? Do you remember? That was August. Oh, August. Okay. So August third, ninety-five. So that was after me, me against the world, world came out. Yeah. Which had Dear Mama on it. Mm-hmm. So Tupac ended up serving nine months in jail. And that's when he really became interested in in um, the Italian philosopher Nicolai Machiavelli, which inspired Machiavelli, his his pseudonym. He released his fourth album, All Eyes on Me, February thirteenth, ninety six, and then. Ultimately, in September, on September seventh, nineteen ninety six. Tupac and Suge Knight 
were attending a Mike Tyson fight that lasted less than two minutes. At the MGM. At the MGM. In Las Vegas. Um... They, they, they were leaving the fight after the fight was over. They were leaving, and they ran into they one of one of the um, guys that rolled with with Shug and and them. Seen oh, what was his name? Orlando Brown, who actually robbed one of the one of the Death Row Records guys of the the fucking yes the chain that was worth i guess like fifteen thousand dollars at that time so they've they seen him tupac walked up to him and he asked he asked orlando are you from the south meaning if he was from the uh what was it south uh well anyway they 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 jumped him they beat his ass they left uh they ended up jumping in Actually, no, they, they went back to one of the hotels so they can change. And at the time, Tupac was <clears throat> Tupac was wearing a bulletproof vest all the time. And he actually left his bulletproof vest in his, in his hotel room. And, um, which was very odd for him not to, not to wear it because he, he used to wear it all the time. He also told his girlfriend at the time to stay stay at the hotel, and he ended up getting in the car with uh, Suge, and not his his security. Security was following him, and they ended up running into uh, some fans of his. I guess it was a few females or something like that, and and they were shouting back and forth to the, uh, between cars, and a white Cadillac pulled up on on the side of him. And somebody from the back seat ended up firing, I think, 13 or 14 shots into the car, hitting Tupac four times, um, twice in the chest, once in the arm, and I think once in the leg. And um, bullet, bullet fragments actually hit Suge Knight in the head. But he ended up managing to drive about a mile away where he jumped a curb and blew out his tires and and couldn't drive anymore and actually like before all this happened he they were actually pulled over by bicycle police because they were playing their music so loud <laughs> they were playing Get in the their, basket they were playing <laughs> the music so loud and they didn't they didn't have a license plate on the car which is weird but like little things like that like they didn't have a license plate <coughs> on the car and and Pac didn't have his his uh, bulletproof vest on makes it like just there's little things like that that add up to like nothing. Like it's it's just it's just weird. Like weird little things that little omens yeah. that like you got stopped for this. Like turn around, go back. Right. You know what right, I mean? Like right. do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so so after they had wrecked um, those same those same two officers that were on the bicycle ended up seeing them again and uh, rode, rode up to the car, I guess, <laughs> on their little bike. They done pedaled. <laughs> <laughs> Coasted. Like, <laughs> and, cruised. <laughs> uh, Suge ended up getting out of the car and... They put their kickstands down? Suge, Suge being fucking six foot three or six foot four. Big ass dude. Yeah, he was a 
big guy and he was like freaking out but bleeding from the head and did him in the back of the head it, it just grazed his head okay so a bullet fragment grazed his head so at this time tupac is like slouched over in the in the, in the passenger seat and they finally get him out of the car well, the police officer finally get him out of the car and he's also the police officer also trying to keep suge out of the way because he's freaking out fucking panicking and seems like you know he he could be a threat because of how big he is right and the the police officer kept asking uh tupac like who shot you who shot you and his last words to the police officer were fuck you so six days later on september 13th uh well, he was actually in, in. He was actually put into a medically induced coma because he was very restless and he was actually trying to get out of the bed. Um, so they ended up putting him in a in a, a medically induced coma. Um, and then and then six days later, on I think it was what September thirteenth. Is that six days later? September 13th at 4.03. He had, he had ended up dying. 25 years old. 25 years old, yeah. He was young. Now, Dan knows me and... He knows how I've always talked about Tupac being alive still. And there's so many conspiracy theories about him being alive. But there's also conspiracy theories about who killed him. And one of them is that um, it was Puff, uh, uh, P. Diddy had set something up with... Uh, with Crips to that there was there was a bounty on on Tupac's head. It was like a million dollar bounty that uh, to kill Tupac. And um, there's that one, and then there's there's another one where it was it was said that the FBI was actually the one to kill Tupac just to try to end some of the uh, the gang violence that was going on between Bloods and Crip. Um. There was another one that, that uh, said that it was actually Suge Knight who had set something up because it was rumored that Tupac was actually going to try to leave Death Row Records to, to go on his own. Before he was done paying his yeah, before, air quote debts yeah, back. Yeah. Uh-huh. And which could be very plausible with how fucking much of a nutcase that Suge Knight was. Uh, and then like the more unbelievable conspiracy theories where he's still alive and he's living in uh, Cuba with his aunt that's on the run from the FBI. She really is. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, she actually really is. Like his, her, his aunt. Oh no is, shit. What's yeah. she on the run from? Like, well, for, I, I think it will, it was a black Panther thing too. Wasn't it? Um, I think she, I don't know if she if it actually happened, but I think they said she killed the cop during like the Black Panther riots. 
Uh, I'm not 100% sure. Oh, well, that's interesting. Uh, so they're saying that, like, he's he's with her. And I and, and that's what I used to always say. Like, oh, yeah, he's in Cuba. He's chilling with his sister in Cuba. But it, it was actually his aunt. Mm, interesting. So, yeah, the, she was found guilty of murdering a cop in 77, but escaped from prison two years later. Oh, okay. shit. Where was Damn. she? Wow. <laughs> Wild. She did a Shawshank Redemption. No shit, right? <laughs> and I think she ended up. Brooks on the was F- here. <laughs> <laughs> I think she ended up on the FBI's uh, most wanted terrorist list. Wow. Yeah, she was. She was in the, like the top uh, top ten of the uh, yeah FBI's most wanted. Okay, list. girl. Yeah. <laughs> I think they added her to that in 2013 after wow. after 35 years of being on the run. Wow. 35 mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. Okay, girl. Camouflage. Go on with your bad self. <laughs> they also they've also said that he's he's still um he's still alive but he's living in Malaysia. Um there was another one that was completely like bizarre that he was um actually um what is that? What is that rapper's name, Dan? Hmm. Uh, well, uh, when everyone saw that, what was that? That hologram of him a couple years ago, people oh, went I, fucking nuts. Shit. I fucking went nuts. They were like, "Oh my god, he's reincarnated!" Like I that, people. I think that was almost like ten years ago now. Well, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> it was. I think it was. That was at Coachella. People went fucking uh-huh. ballistic. It was well, that, awesome. That's a, a lot of people thought that they were going to do that again for the Super Bowl when Dr. Dre and Eminem were yes, there. Yes, that yeah, that and was the big. I hype. thought there was a hope when Dre started playing the piano. Yeah, for Tupac's song, but it didn't happen. I was like, God damn it. Yeah, damn, <laughs> you missed your chance. Um. So, in. I, I want to say it was earlier this year, and I, I don't know, I think you were on the phone when I was talking about, uh, what was his name, Kiefer? Kiefer D. Kiefer D. He was uh, Orlando's... He's the uncle of Orlando Brown. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he was doing an interview, which he's he's in jail now for life or something like that. Oh, the interview he did was in 2018, I think. Oh, it was 2018? So I guess he was saying that he was he was the driver of that Cadillac, and his nephew was in the back seat, and originally he was going to shoot, or, some, or, the, or the passenger in the front seat was going to shoot, and they couldn't do it, so they ended up passing the gun to Orlando, which Orlando was the one that got his ass beat at, at the fucking casino. Yeah. By like 50 people. And he was the one that actually shot the gun. But th- th- that, to me, would be, the like, the most plausible. Right. Especially, like, even, even if I didn't hear that interview, which I just kind of heard clips here and yeah. there. Right, right, right. But even without that interview, like, that's the most plausible anyway, because... It, it seems to make the most sense, and yeah. it actually fits together to where it could happen. Right. Right. And... I'm sure you'll get to it, but if you get to the news that happened recently, that fits it more. Yeah, and that's... 
Ma. Were you here when we were talking about that? Ma. Yeah, cause I've I, been here the whole time. I know, I mentioned that. The raid? That? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know if you were going to talk about it more. Oh, I don't really know too much about it. Oh, so. And on. <laughs> <laughs> Back to you. <laughs> uh, they did, they raided a house in Henderson, Nevada. Yep. And they did take out, like, iPhones and hard drives and stuff, which it's kind of funny if you think about it, because this happened in 96. So mm-hmm. you're thinking, like, did they take out a computer hard drive from 1996? <laughs> right. <laughs> which but, was the size of a house. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but, even uh, even the laptops were that thick. Right. Yeah. But uh, the... um Just pointing at my ass for boy. The name, the name on the search warrant was Dwayne Keith Davis, who is Keefy D. And Keefy D's actually been dead for almost 30 years. Um, what's it called? Ow. And I think they're also planning on testing bullets that they found. Yeah, they did find uh, firearm cartridges. So whose house was this? Did they release whose house this is? Um, I'm assuming it was his since it was his name on the warrant. I don't know. Okay. I'm just wondering, like, why after all this time, if this dude's been dead for 30 years, is this house still there? You know what well, I mean? So, the, yeah, the house belonged to a woman named Paula Clemens. because he did an interview in 2018. Oh, I thought you just said he was dead. No, Keefy D is dead. Oh. Or no, that's, or no that's uh, uh, sorry, interview. Orlando Orlando Brown is dead. Oh, okay. That's, that's why what I, was, I meant. That's why I meant. That's sorry. why I was like, if he's been dead for 30 <laughs> years, well, how is this house still his? <laughs> all right. And it's actually Orlando Anderson. Sorry. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Who the fuck is Orlando Brown? I think it's an actor. <laughs> That's Orlando Bloom. That's Orlando Bloom. I was thinking that too. Orlando Brown. Isn't that the fucking actor for like Raven Simone? It might be. (laughs) Where are we? (laughs) Who's dead? Who's on first? What universe are we in? (laughs) All right. Let's start over so Allie can get back to where we were. <laughs> Whose house is this? The house belongs. House. The, ho- the house belongs. He's to- not dead. No. Okay. <laughs> his, his nephew Orlando Anderson is. Yes. Okay. 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 All right. <laughs> all right. 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 I'm here. <laughs> Lupe lied to me. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that one Pac wasn't still alive. Oh Lord. <laughs> Oh, and actually, yeah, yeah, uh, Orlando Anderson <laughs> actually died in 98. He was actually killed in, di- in 98, and that was a totally unrelated issue. Um, <clears throat> it's just, it's not how... A celebrity that that big that you just have no arrest in, like, what's it been, 30? 27 years. So, yeah. yeah. That's wild. Like, how does that happen? But, I mean, that's that's the same thing with the uh, with the Biggie case. Like, We're, no one's been... Nobody's been charged. Open. Like, nobody's actually officially been charged for the Biggie case. You know, the Biggie murder. Which, that that's a whole nother... What the fuck are you doing? My back really hurts, so I can't sit in this chair anymore, so now I'm just twerking. Sorry. 
Well, I think one other thing Keefy D might have said, I don't know if it's true or not, is I think he said that Biggie was murdered because Puff never paid them for killing Tupac. Yeah. Orlando Brown was the actor with Raven Simone, by yeah. the way. <laughs> I, I did happen to we've, look that up. <laughs> we've kept saying Orlando Brown this entire episode. Sorry, everybody. I think um, I said it once and then you just ran. Yeah, I ran it. with it. Sorry, yeah. everybody. Which, it was I mean, Orlando Anderson. <laughs> and Orlando Brown isn't any better anyway. I think he's a whole nother nut job. <laughs> he was in major pain and that's so Raven. So uh, you're welcome. <laughs> I did my part. (laughs) (laughs) Bringing it back. Yeah. So. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Doing stuff over here. That would be be pretty interesting. Like, I would like to see what, uh, what comes from this, this whole raid that they did. Uh, I guess they found, they, they took pictures, laptop, um, ammunition and stuff like that from this house so which still blows my mind like it's 30 years ago yeah but there's, the thing is, is there's no statute of limitations on murder no i'm just saying you're testing bullets but like, are people they, have are they kept 30 weirder year old shit. yeah i mean people have kept weirder shit oh yeah look at the cop in your story yeah dildos Dildoids. <laughs> Dildoids. But, uh, fun fact. Um, I don't know. I know. I think you started. I think you've tried watching Star Wars, right? I mean, yeah. Okay. So, have you ever watched the one? With- I love you more and more with each sentence that you talk about. You know, continue. Have you ever seen seen the one with Samuel L. Jackson? No. Okay. So he had his he had a character. He played a character named Mace Windu in the Star Wars movies. Mm. Well, it was rumored that George Lucas was looking at Tupac for that role. Oh, no shit. Yeah. That would have been interesting. Excuse me. Yeah, that would have been really interesting. Yeah, I think it was just rumored, but I think it was said by someone that worked with Death Row. Uh-huh. So, I, again, I don't know if it's true or not. Death, but. Death, okay, so so do you know who the, the owner of Death Row is now? Yeah, it's um, Snoop. Yep. Snoop Dogg bought Death Row. Yeah. Which fits, because that's where he started. Right. And almost died, too, because there was allegedly a hit on Snoop, because um, some shit was going down. Well, for one, Snoop is Crip. And uh, what's his name? Suge was, was Blood. So that right there was like... Like how how was that even possible that they they were in the same fucking record record company record label? Like Snoop got brought in by Dre, who ultimately yes. forced his way out. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, and look how he got in. They fucking. I still th- I still think that. Uh, Easy E was injected with the AIDS virus. By Suge Knight's uh, people, I still think that Easy E's death was ultimately the cause of Suge. Or he had gay sex. I mean, yeah, that's possible too. <laughs> but 
You okay over there? I'm I'm hanging. Oh, okay. All my research was done tapped out after the first line, you know? <laughs> Doesn't sound like she's gonna let you live that down. No. Nope. Wonderful. There's a lot of things I won't let you live down. Nope. But that's my job as your girlfriend. Yeah, I don't like that job. Don't, I don't like a lot of jobs. He doesn't even like it when I don't let him live things down. Yeah, well, that's our jobs. <laughs> what are the other jobs that you don't like that I have? I never said I like. I didn't like multiple jobs. It's just, just the stuff that you you never let shit down with me. Oh. She's like, fair enough. Yeah. So what do you guys think? What do you, uh, in all of this, which, for some reason I was expecting this to go a lot longer, but, I don't know. I suck at storytelling. I think it's more, uh, um, well, I mean, he didn't really live that long of a life, so there's not really... A whole ton to talk about, right? Right. I mean, yeah, but twenty-five years. But and you even did though hit the highlights, even those twenty-five years, like there was, there, his life is fucking interesting. Mm-hmm. Like he lived a hell of a life. I agree with that one hundred percent. I, all right, I'll be the bad guy. <laughs> I don't think he's alive still. I mean, you're not the bad guy. <laughs> I know. But the way he he just looked at me (laughs) said that I'm the bad guy. I was just waiting for you to see what you were going to say. No, I I mean, I here's the thing. So I did not know that like once they put him or prior to them putting him into a medically induced coma that like he was so restless that like he was like trying to get up and everything like that. And like your prior story to like, you know, him getting up and like going into the court like after being shot. What do you say? Four times? Four times. Five times. Well, right. So he could have possibly came out of this. So, I mean. Look at 50 Cent. He's alive after getting shot nine nine times. And once right here in the jaw. Right. So, I mean. And and the thing is, like, they have even asked Suge Knight himself do you think Pac is still alive? Yeah. And even he said, well, I mean, it's Pac. Anything's possible with Pac. Yeah. He never actually said, well, no, he's dead. Right. He actually even said, nobody's seen his body after he was dead. Right. And he also paid somebody $3 million to cremate him one day after he was allegedly dead. Right. I mean, I don't know. So I, I think he's dead. But I think that there's something fucked up about the whole fact that, like, he was put into a medically induced coma when he possibly did not have to be put into a medically induced coma. Right. There's something sketchy with me about that part. And that's just me thinking, like, eh. Like, maybe they killed him during that time instead? Something's weird there. Uh Uh-huh. Smells fishy. I don't (laughs) like it. That's that's my outtake. That's my my takeaway from it all. (laughs) So, I mean, 
Yes, I'm still. I mean, I've maybe because I've always been a, a Tupac fan that I I don't want to believe he's dead, especially with how weird the case is in in general. Do you think that with everything that's happening right now and literally still, like you know, coming to light, that you'll if if all right if they bring up new evidence and everything like that, or if they find anything, that it'll change your mind? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not, like... You're not totally closed-minded to it? Yeah. Right? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, not ta- I'm not calling you closed-minded, but I'm just saying, like, what would the evidence have to be? Oof. What would they have to find? It's like, they have to fucking dig him up and show me the body. Literally. But that's the thing, like, there's... There's no body because they cremated him one day after he was uh, already dead. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. I to, to What do you, Don, what do you think they're going to find in this house if anything? See, that's where I don't know because like I said it's 30 years ago. What could possibly still I mean, cuz I know I know I read the search warrant was looking for like Different, different like writings and like notes or whatever. Yeah. Um. But it'll be interesting to to see what the where where how it develops. Yeah. Can you wait till we're done? <laughs> no. <laughs> um. Oh, and the album I was thinking of is called Loyal to the Game. It was fully produced by Eminem. So yeah, what there was some other weird shit that that was going on too. Um, let's see, it was a three million dollar uh, um. I'm bringing my own chair down here. I offered you that one. Fuck that chair. I've offered you all those. I don't want those. Bring my own chair down here. Okay. That chair's had Dan's ass in it. Those haven't. I don't trust it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's a very, very odd, odd case. And how? Oh, there was another thing. Like uh, on his on the death certificate, said that he was six foot two, two hundred and fifteen pounds. He was tiny. Yeah. Well, I mean, not tiny, but like he was not no two hundred and fifteen pounds. Right. How tall was he? Like five nine? I think he was five nine, five ten, like one hundred and sixty five pounds. Right. A- he was like my size. Like according to his, uh, I think his driver's license said it was he was he was uh, five nine or five ten, right. one hundred and sixty five pounds. My size. And his death certificate was. So all of a sudden he got medieval stretched. <laughs> And put on another fucking human? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, the... Body swap. I smell body swap. That's what I'm saying. I smell that's, body that's swap. That's exactly what I'm saying. Because even the uh, the, uh, the alleged autopsy photo that d- doesn't look like him. There's actually tattoos that aren't on him that are supposed to be on him. He had tattoos everywhere on his stomach. Right. I, I've so there I've seen was what one pack looks like. The, so there was a 
there was a picture of him and he's missing tattoos. Do you think that could have been... Oh my god, excuse me, I'm so sorry. Do you think that could have been... Because, you know, when they do an autopsy, they have to actually, like... They do a cut, an incision on you, where the suture could have been put? Well... I mean, I'm I'm just playing devil's advocate. Right. So, okay, so... I get... Okay, so this... And that's that's weird. Like, I was going to show you this, but I mean, that's this is difficult to like because it's it's inside and then this this. So there's two pictures here. Right, I'm looking at him, yeah. And you can see how dark he is in the autopsy photo, and you can see how light he is. Right. That was one thing. And it was there was something on his chest or on his on his stomach that there was a tattoo missing, that that wasn't or that he that's not there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I buy all that. I buy the whole fact that there's literally like seventy five pounds and a fucking foot. <laughs> of him that's not there. <laughs> that's like the difference. That's a whole ass different human size. Yeah. <laughs> that's like putting me and D next to each other and being like, yeah, they look the same. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, seriously. That doesn't... That, what? <laughs> Think about it. Yeah. Like her up to here on me and like I've got like 75 pounds on her. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird. That's what I, I think it was body swab too. That's that's why I think like that's why I lean more to towards that he's he could possibly still be alive. Either that I don't know if he's still alive, but something sketchy happened in the hospital where they had to do a fucking body swap. Right. So, like, they they put him into this coma and they fucking killed him. And so they had to body swap him. Or some, which would make sense then, because then it's like, well, an autopsy, an autopsy is going to figure out how they died, and where, maybe toxicology is going to come yes. back. All this kind of shit. Some something. Okay, something about that the medically induced coma just doesn't sit right with me. The second you said it, it just doesn't sit right with me. That's where I'm fucking and, tripping out. And about like it. another thing too, like Suge said himself, he was like, "I was with Pac in the ambulance, and we were laughing and joking on the way to the hospital. And even when we were in the hospital, we were still joking around and laughing and everything like that." He's and, like, "How can somebody go from being so good to not?" And okay, I get that there is a difference. Just medically, I understand 
that people need to be sedated because your blood pressure can make blood pump through, you know what I mean? And you've got open wounds. Mm -hmm. I get that. You need to be sedated. You need to be calm. You need. Okay. I get that. Do you need to be in a coma? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I guess it could be because of where one of the gunshots hit. Like, I guess one of the gunshots hit his lung. Okay. And they had to remove one of his lungs. Okay. And so maybe, yeah. I mean, like I said, I'm not a doctor. I was not there. But... You were also three years old. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) But my point being is... Never mind. My point being is, is something is missing... Somebody's lying, mm-hmm. whether it be Suge, the doctors, or the whole fucking thing is false. Mm-hmm. Something somewhere doesn't add up because you, I get that with adrenaline, you can go from being laughing and joking in the ambulance. Yeah, that totally makes sense to me. I've seen people be fine in an ambulance. And when you get into that hospital, you crash because it all fucking hits you that, oh shit, mm-hmm. I'm... I'm in big trouble. You know what I mean? Well, not in big trouble, but you know what I mean? Like, I am injured. Yeah. It, it's something about those hospital lights and the sterile environment that you're in. All of a sudden, reality sets in. I mean, shit, I I, I get like that even when I'm not sick going into the hospital. I but, fucking hate hospitals. But that's what I'm saying. You yeah. know what I mean? It it all of a sudden hits you. Uh-huh. So, th- I've, th- that to me makes sense. But well, I think one reason they also put him under the in the in the uh, coma was they didn't want him to try get out of bed because I think they had him on life support machines, mm-hmm. and he kept trying to get out of bed, which would make sense, right? But why is he on? <sighs> I mean, what? why couldn't they just tie him down? I mean, it would make more sense to have him restrained yeah. and sedated than possibly, I mean, you can have him sedated without him being in a coma, I feel like. I mean, I know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't feel like I know that. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, and maybe, maybe they tried to sedate him, and they they put him in the biggest coma of his life. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate coma. The ultimate coma. <laughs> and I hate to laugh, but I mean, seriously. Right. And they kept him on life support for six days. Mm-hmm. To, like, put up the ruse that, like, oh, well, we, tr- we, we did our best for six days. There was another like kind of it was it was a stupid theory, kind of funny. I know I read uh that his mom was the one that told the doctors to stop stop performing yeah. the uh, life saving no more resuscitation. Treatment. DNR, do not resuscitate. Yeah, because I think he ended up going into cardiac arrest after they removed his right lung, and they couldn't stop the hemorrhaging. Mm-hmm. Didn't they say that? Uh, he officially died of a heart attack. Yeah, um, respiratory failure. 
because he went in a cardiac arrest. So did you ever hear the seven-day conspiracy about it? It's one of his album titles. Yeah, it's one of his album titles, which is weird because... Um, like, the number seven was always prominent in his life. Like, uh... Um, he was shot on September 7th. He was 25. 2 plus 5 is 7. He died at 4.03. 4 plus 3 is 7. Like, there was so much 7s. Technically, he they say he died 6 days later, but if you go by day by day, it was actually 7 days later. And then they said that he would return after 7 years, but he never did. <laughs> <laughs> it's been 27 years. <laughs> Here's to 37. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's it's a very interesting, like, <clears throat> it's an interesting case. And I, other than the Orlando Anderson theory, I feel like Suge Knight had something to do with it. 100%. Because he was, Suge was a loose cannon. Yeah, he definitely was. I mean, he's in jail serving 28 years because he ran somebody over with his vehicle. Yep. So. I, I, always, I always laughed at the story about him and Vanilla Ice. Oh, which, when which they. Vanilla Ice says isn't true. Yeah. Um, I'd say it wasn't true, too, if that happened. Yeah. So. Um. Vanilla Ice's song, Ice Ice Baby, I guess somebody else wrote it, and he was taking all the credit for it, and it was Shug, one of Suge Knight's friends or something like that, that actually wrote it, and Suge Knight held, or somebody, was it Suge Knight or somebody else held Vanilla Ice over a fucking- The story is that Suge Knight held him over the balcony. Yeah, held him over the balcony and said- you need to give him rights to to the music. For the love of God. Like, has anyone heard that song? <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Let it go. Not the body over the balcony. Let the song go. <laughs> like, it... Really. <laughs> I mean, I get it, but like... That was a hot song back in the 90s. I understand. Okay, I get it. We all know the words. We all like it. But we all I like mean, that's pushing go, it. Don't we go all that like far. to laugh at it. <laughs> because all right. we all. Go all right, stop. Collaborate and listen. <laughs> and on that note, you can find us on all your local pl- podcast platforms. <laughs> I have to go. On Instagram at the Three Guys Pod 2021. <laughs> on Facebook at Impulsive Thoughts. Um, this should drop Monday. I have a lot of editing to do. <laughs> uh, joined here with Mr. Donnie Rowe to my right yeah. and Ms. Allie P to my left Meow. and Dano well he was on but he's gone so bye and uh, yeah <laughs> and I'm your favorite host with the most Lupe I, I thought you were going to blue balls her and we out this bitch peace